Either the love it, the underdogs on top. Either the love it, the underdogs on top. What's going on, folks? Welcome to another episode of Underdog Hockey Pod. It is the host you have the most, Kurt, here. And once again, I'm joined by my main boys, Tyler. Hola. And the sweetness that is Brad, B-Rad. What's up? Ready to rock and roll. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, there's certainly been some good developments in terms of the potential for playoff hockey. Um, NHLPA, as everyone knows, has moved forward with the 24-team playoff bracket. What's your thoughts on that, fellas? Well, I think uh, we can all safe to say everybody wants – okay, so I shouldn't say what everybody because we know there are two teams that don't want it. Uh, we'll get into that later. But in the, the day, hockey is hockey. There's no right solution that's going to you know, satisfy everybody through all this. So I think you just got to take the best – is, I, I don't they obviously you know they've deliberated over this last two months and it's the best solution they came up with mm-hmm. they've been grinding at this for a couple weeks a couple months two months now yeah yeah it's been going on oh, for a while before we continue fellas we've got to do one more very important step got to crack it off there you go well um, i got some water because oh, it's <laughs> oh <laughs> okay. lord there we go ready all right. There we go. That's the spirit. Oh, is that the uh, peach log? Peach the peach logger? No. Is that? That one is called a beach logger. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're close. You're one letter off. I was yeah. about to say. Yeah. Um, Tyler, what's your thoughts on the new bracket? Well, it should make for some very entertaining hockey. That's for sure. Um, obviously, they had to expand. It had to be divisible by eight, right? So, jumping that's, that's from... That's what we, we were talking about. We weren't really sure how they would do it. Back when this first happened, we were like, how are they going to do this? Yeah. Because they were. this has been rumbled about for two months. Right at the beginning, they're like... Well, they were talking about a 16, a 20, and a 24. I have no idea how they would have made the 20 work. Yeah. But 24, at least, you can drop that down into 16 very easily and then go from there, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's the best option. I know. I like, we'll go, we'll go through ma- matchup by matchup and, you know, give our predictions or any thoughts you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. Obviously, but, some teams didn't deserve to be there, but even, yeah, you never know. That's why, they, that's why it's exciting. A team like Montreal, if they get hot, you never know what could happen, right? Well, on the flip side, that's why teams like Carolina are like, fuck this. Like, yeah. <laughs> stupid. I, you, we have played playoffs quality hockey all year, and we have three bad games, and we're done. Yeah. To some team that has no business being in the conversation. Yeah, there's like, a few in that bracket. You know, so... But then again, if you can't beat Montreal and a team that has been checked out 
literally, like, literally checked out. Their most More productive so forward they traded away at the deadline. Yeah. <laughs> They're still a salaris team, and they've been, like, teams that are in playoffs or in the playoffs have been somewhat staying ready because they know that they'll be playing if there is a season. Once you're all – I'm sure some of our players are like, why? I'm not playing again. You know, until the last two weeks when they started becoming up, they're probably been – but they haven't been, they have not been taking it as seriously this entire time. There's no way I, I believe that. But also if you go in with that attitude, sorry, Kurt, if you go in with that attitude, all of a sudden now no, I'm not having saying that short prep reality. I can't, I can't imagine our players have been staying in tip top shape as compared to teams that are actually players that are on teams in playoff picture. Right. So take, for example, Pittsburgh and Montreal. If Montreal is in fact, not ready to come back. That should yeah. be Pittsburgh yeah. should wait the floor with them because they've been exactly. they they've known if there is a playoff coming up, if we're finishing this season, we're definitely in. So yeah, so like these matchups shouldn't scare anybody unless you're because like if we, we're talking about that these teams have not been tip top condition, let alone other teams, less so than most most teams. They should be able to mop the floor with them in a three game sweep. To get revved up for the real playoffs. Yeah. I wouldn't, I shouldn't, you should not be worried. If you're a legitimate playoff team, you should not be worried about Montreal or uh, the Chicago Blackhawks of the world, Arizona Coyotes. Like these guys are just 10, 11, 12, and they weren't serious to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, on the bright side of all this, though. Uh, the way I look at it is that, well, all three of our teams made the playoffs. Yep. Woo. Well, Woo. technically, it's not the playoffs yet. But close enough. They're, at least they're, they're in a play-in series. They're, they're in a play-in series. series. They're play-in series. <clears throat> I mean, on a personal level, I rather like the current projected matchup for a lottery. You are all very familiar. Um, and you guys, I can tell you guys are kind of smirking when I say this because obviously the Isles playing the Panthers. And then if they win that, they have to play Tampa. Is that correct? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, which is uh, an opponent I don't think anybody would envy, but still, you got to do what you got to do. Columbus knocked him out in four, I guess, last year. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird. Like, it's, it's too bad. By the looks of it right now, we're not going to get a Battle of Alberta, uh, which we had a real good chance of it if the season would have, you know, concluded. They were, they were right neck and neck to be 2-3. Right. Uh, they were both right there. And we might get Boston-Toronto. I think Columbus could choke out Toronto in that series. But Tampa Bay, like, they, they would be – they were going to be so motivated. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the Islanders could choke them out like uh, Columbus did last year. But Columbus was – they had – they had a better team on paper than the Isles do. Like they do. Duchesne, they did. I can't sorry, they did. Aaron Duchesne, yeah, that big off season, and then, like they were just on paper, they were pretty solid. Yeah, that was a lot of additions that were high skilled rentals that kind of got them that second per- round. They were, yeah, they were the perfect storm for an eight seed. To yeah. Lose to, you know. Totally. But, 
But for the Isles, though, like, it's one thing to take down the Panthers, like, with their goals against and their defensive def- defectiveness. Yeah, Florida um, a chance of hell against that series. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know that, though, for sure. But, um, but to go against Tampa Bay, and depends if it's the if it's sleeping Tampa Bay or is it, like, full caliber Tampa Bay with their offensive skills and if Asileski is playing how we know he can play, I don't know how the Isles would be able to stop that. Like, it'd be a very low-scoring series. Like, they'd have to really grind it out and play some thick defensive hockey to stop them. Yeah. Trotz is going to have to coach the hell out of that. Yeah, because he doesn't have the tools like he did when he was in Washington in terms of offensive superstars. So, yeah, no, I'd be yeah. – He's got Barzell, and that's about it. How about uh, Jets versus the Flames there, Coggy? I, I like their chances in that one, actually, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they're the lower seed by like 0.05%, yeah. you know, whatever it is. It's the 8-9 matchup there. So given, uh, they were pretty much neck and neck in points all season. Yeah, you, can't really, you can't really complain if Winnipeg beats Calgary because technically it would be an upset nine goal leapfrobbing over eight. But that's pretty 50-50 at 9-8. Yeah, it's by points it's percentage too. Like. Winnipeg is actually higher in points, I think. But yeah, they played more games. Yeah, I'm assuming. Yeah, so this is yeah they 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 played three more games, I think, or two more games. Yeah, I would so. really be really be curious to see how Calgary would address uh, Winnipeg's physicality and the fact that Winnipeg. I'm not sure if it's the case this year, but last year in the playoffs, they were the biggest team going into the playoffs. I don't know if they are anymore, but they're still a lot. A, yeah, they got some big bodies. I, I don't on that think team. they are. They have some big guys for sure. Yeah, they have a lot of a lot of their stars have size, so that's yeah. something that helps them. But uh, Calgary's Calgary's not lacking physically, like Kachuk and Lucic and Giordano, Buddy Robinson, Buddy Robinson. Yeah, Buddy, who the hell that guy was? But he <laughs> or um, uh, Zach Ronaldo. Yep, Zach too. If he can get in the lineup, yeah, yeah. Um. What was he gonna say? It'd be good playoff hockey. Um, that's a that's know. a good old that's a good old Canadian playoff matchup. That would make it way more intense too. Mm-hmm. For sure. I love it. I like that yeah. matchup a lot. Uh, looking over at B Rad's side, you got the Canucks versus the Wild. That's boring as shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, think so. I don't think. I mean, Minnesota. I mean, I'd be excited for the them for Vancouver versus Colorado. That would be fun. And but then again, I can't you remove yourself from the, the 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 fantasy is that we're gonna be watching this these teams, they're not gonna be playing here. No. They're gonna be playing in front of no fans. They're gonna be playing in Vegas or God knows where. And it's not gonna feel like I'm watching my team play because there's gonna be no atmosphere. I'm gonna be watching beer league div one hockey. <laughs> I think they they have to have in arena sound effects or something to make you know it like a, like a cheer coming through the <sighs> yeah you know like that we so like creepy but no I I I kind of figured the thing that they have to have something even if it's not in the arena Roger Sportsnet should add it in add it in feed, yeah. some sound yeah put some like cardboard in the stands. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you I see, agree. they were doing that in Germany in the soccer league, Bundesliga. 
Oh, I didn't see that. They had no, cardboard cutouts of fans in all the seats. That's funny. Yeah. And like having a guy on a string, like pulling it so they go back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> they can like so they move. Yeah, it's gonna be so strange because I mean that's really when you see the fans really come to life the most and get all the clever chants and just the it really kind of brings the whole home ice advantage because now you really don't have that anymore. It's just you're on neutral grounds. No, because uh, fans like they control the momentum of the game. They have a serious impact on how the game is played. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Get and now that's removed from everything we know about playoff hockey. Yeah. Home side, ice, home and away is totally doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't. They're Correct. all they're all saying the hotel across the street from each other or potentially the same one. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, you guys are still going to be pretty intense because, I mean, if you get a run oh, in the cup. Absolutely. Absolutely. They're still going to be, like, bulls in a china shop because they're so excited to compete again. Yeah. And they're just going to come out, rev, like, engines ready to go, and they're going to – they're gonna it's going to be like they never left. They're going to be rusty as shit, but they're going to be super pumped to be playing again. Yeah. Oh. I think when once the puck drops, they're going to be – Guys, especially a lot of the vets, I think they'll really want to go for that this big chance because it's unique circumstances and really anything can happen. Anything can like, happen. All yeah. bets are off now. Trying oh, yeah. to bet on who's going to win the Stanley Cup in this year has got to be like just stupid odds. If it wasn't impossible before, yeah, it's impossible. Well, Clark won two grand. Remember that when Capitals won? Yeah. Well, like. You know, after the trade deadline when all the rosters were finalized, we went around and we said, Who's gonna who are your favorites now? Yeah. And I think- all I could come up with was St. Louis Boston. I said rematch last year. <laughs> <laughs> now I don't think that's gonna happen. There's no way that they both find their way back into the final. Yeah, because there's all you don't know. We don't know what, how these teams are gonna respond. No. We don't know. And like I can, the, the only one I can think of off the top of my head is Gensel. But there are players that had season-ending injuries. Now, if the second round of the playoffs doesn't kick off until, like, July, now all of a sudden these guys are eligible to come back. What about uh, Brian Lill? I don't know what his situation is. He's got – I don't know. I'm sure he's <laughs> I haven't heard anything. Because he was supposed to be out five <laughs> or six months, like, three months ago. Yeah, I mean, if they make a run for something like it. that with the – he blew up his eardrum. Yeah, he's he's all fucked up. Um, I saw good. a tweet the other day about. Yeah, you know, I, I know uh, Furlan is one of them. He might re, re, rejoin the Canucks, even though he was supposed to be done. Yeah, it's another situation, right? Oh, like they shut him down. Yeah, they shut him down, and then they're like, "Well, we weren't expecting to play in July, so you might have a shot at playing earlier this year, not instead of September." Yeah. I think they'll be really careful. Like he's on the outside looking in, but if they have an injury or something like that. And the AHL season's done. So he'll just be up playing with yeah. them, practicing I with think, them. Yeah. I think every team is, I think, I think they said that they're going to like have like a, uh, they're going to expand their playoff roster to playoff roster to like 30 skaters. So you can bring up like a B squad just so you can skate. They can skate. Right. They can Makes scrimmage. Sense. You know, just so you can have them around and keep them somewhat, you know, fresh for training camp. Because teams that make the Stanley Cup finals go through at least 30 skaters. 
So yeah, so you have them. You have them around usually anyway. You have extras, so they it's might expand it a little bit. That's a lot of black aces. Yeah, but well, it's only what like seven black aces. And you're gonna have probably two injuries after game one. There's gonna be so many pulled groins. Yeah, and sit back. <laughs> need they're gonna need some bodies laying around. Yeah, yeah. Um, Opening one face off, somebody just like yeah oh, lun- lunges for the puck and throws their back out or something. Yeah, throws the back out. Yeah. Uh, what's, what's the deal with fighting in the uh, playoffs? Are they even that's like a big no no? Probably they're not allowed. Apparently, Wheeler said. Not allowed to fist pump, hug, spit. Nothing. Not supposed to. But after 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 the first shift, all that shit gets thrown out the window. I think all bets are off. I don't know. None of none of the rules have actually officially come out, so it's all speculation. But like, will you get a penalty if you spit, or if you hug your hug guy after he scores? If you spit on the bench, I'd say spitting is probably harsher than. Like fist bumping, because you, you have to think you're sitting next to them on the bench. But you, you, you're you hitting remember, each you, other. You remember, you remember seeing how much Matthew spits when he sits on the bench. Yeah, the spit <laughs> count. <laughs> it's like thirteen in like thirty oh. seconds. And yeah. you know, even when you're like your heart rate's going, your blood and your and you're competing at a high level, you just build up saliva that you spit. Guys, players are always spitting on the ice. They're always spitting. Always. The ice is just most of the ice is just frozen spit, actually. Yeah, it's thirty percent spit, and the is bench it? is covered in it too. Yeah, so I, that shit's gonna go out the window. Like, fuck off. The guys want to spit, they're gonna spit. They're gonna, you, you can't do it. You can't. You can't not spit. Yeah. Yeah. You I mean, I, what, I, what about the uh, speculation of everybody wearing bubbles? <laughs> they will never go for it. They'll never ever go for it. The PA will say "fuck off." I'm not wearing a fucking bubble. Well, if you yeah. think about it, everybody has to get tested. Yep. Probably daily, I would guess. That, that'll be like the real a real uh, sway in this because they, they could have this all set up, and they have a world like not worldwide, a league wide test. And let's say fifteen percent test positive. Now what? You know, yeah. I mean, um, if if one person tests positive, it, well, they said then they all one, of a sudden that th- that shit spreads like wildfire. So they said if they, they said if one person, if one guy gets it, like one, like say one guy on the team gets it, the show goes on. But they must have some sort of internal threshold on like how many tests is too many. How many positive tests is too many to be like we can't play? Like it's just. Like the, the, they might not shut themselves down, but the health ministry of Canada or United States will say, you guys, that's too much. They, okay. Yeah, they probably won't. I don't know. I doubt they'll shut it down themselves, like you said. They'll yeah, just move to Florida. Somebody would have to lock it, lock doors on them. Well, yeah. in, in, for sports right now, like a big place that a lot of like major organizations are participating is uh, Florida most notably Jacksonville, I know for uh, the UFC and uh, for pro wrestling because they've got very lenient uh, laws on that on the whole COVID situation. So I could definitely see some operations being commenced there for the most part um, if they really wanted to sort of jump through through some loopholes. Yeah, I think 
Florida and Tampa Bay are probably a uh, spot they're looking at. Um, like I think about, it kind of makes me think um, about how you're talking about the fist bumping and the spitting and all this. Like when the UFC was up in action, they had a lot of like protocols set up. Like you couldn't like they for the wins, they have to stand like so many far away, so far away from each other. Um, Joe Rogan's not supposed to stand like right beside them for the interviews, like the post fight interviews. Well, what did he do? He did it anyway, and people got mad, but it didn't really matter. Like it didn't change anything. Yeah. So I really wonder. It's like even when they, even if when someone wins the Stanley Cup and they're all drinking out of it and they're all like, well, yeah. what do you do then? No. Well, I hope that if let's say season starts July first, Canada Day, playoffs puck drop. So what's that put us at? Like what season ends? Septemberish. Early September. Because they want to have like a two week, I mean, maybe two weeks, maybe a week, maybe three days, I don't know, for training camp. And then, uh, so that's put this middle of September. Then you hopefully have a quick by, Hopefully by end of August, early September, they can they have le- lesser rules so they can actually enjoy a cup final. Maybe put a few people in the stands, maybe bring the game, the series back to wherever it, the teams are from. You know, so I I would I, that I think that's best case scenario right now. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it'd be all, yeah. It'd be also weird with with no environment or no fans involved with uh, especially with the playoffs and how passionate it can be. If like if all right, let's, let, hypothetically, if a Canadian city or any city, the Canucks are in the Stanley Cup final and they're not allowed inside, they're gonna swarm around downtown. <laughs> They will. It's true. Yeah. They will. They will camp out because because if you're in that, you want to be a part of some kind of atmosphere. You will go to the party. You know what I mean? Like they will go out downtown because that's the next best thing. Is because that's where if I can't get what if I can't be at the game or watch it in a bar, I'm gonna be amongst other people watching it on some sort of big screen or. Some guy is going to have it playing on some sort of something, you know? Yeah. Back of his truck, he's going to have, like, a big uh, projector. Well, I would think that they could set up something like what they would do just in a normal playoffs anyways, where they just broadcast on, like, a big screen, and then they just have designated sitting zones that you could go well, to. That's – that. well, like, what, what's – I don't know if they'll do that because that's encouraging people going out. And Reservations. Have, huh? Reservations. What do you mean? Well, like even with camping right now, you have to book a reservation at least in, the, in within BC. Like, if oh, yeah. Like, but yeah, but well, then what's the point of doing that? You might as well let people inside the building. No, I mean like it can be outside. It could be because like the the main threat, according to like at least with BC health officials, is that like the risks of catching the virus are are low to medium. Anytime you're in a situation of being outdoors, it's only inside. Then you go from medium to high. Okay. So uh, the weather's yeah. oh, yep. Good point. Yeah, if the weather's good, then they could probably do some sort of events outside at least, or like at least try to make more of a designated controlled area. Because I mean, as the weeks go on now, they're allowing more and more privileges, at least, when it comes to activities. Yep. No. Slowly, so give them maybe two and a half months. They'll get a little better. So who knows? Maybe you can watch the game on middle of summer at Stanley Park. You know, 
on a 30-foot projector screen. Uh, we just kind enjoyed of, watching it in the in the arena. I mean, think of it this way: like even for myself, like playing when I played my ice time, like we had uh, seven skaters overall. But next week, it's going up to ten, and that's, that's within cool. a, within within a week. That's it's already going up. Last week, it was only we only had four skaters and a goalie. So as we go along, I mean, on, if it's on a much smaller scale, it makes you wonder how much of a bigger scale it's going to be for professional sports, not a bunch of bigger leaguers. Yeah, they, 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 they said, like, first week of June, they'll be able to start skating. Yeah. Similar, similar, similar quant, uh, amount to what you were doing. Mm-hmm. So, no, it's exciting. Any, uh, any particular matchups you fellas? We're going to do some predictions on these matchups. Okay, well, we'll start with the, we'll start with uh, the Jets in Calgary. Okay. All right, Froggy, what do you think in a series of five? I know it's <laughs> like you're shooting, you're shooting blanks here. You like you have no, you're shooting in the dark. You have no idea what the fuck's going on. Series <laughs> of five, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You'd have to think it. Most of these series will go five, right? Mm-hmm. Especially a, an eight-nine matchup like that. You think so? I don't know. Three good. two for somebody. Good. All right. Great analysis. Thank you. Appreciate <laughs> the input. <laughs> well, okay. Let's think about this. Which team has more Swedish players? Because they've been yes, skating full that, time. That's it. I was gonna say, who does have more Swedish players? I think. I don't think there's one on Winnipeg. Okay. And I think Anderson is the only one on. No, Lindholm. And Lindholm. Okay, they have two. Lindholm's well, one of our best players, so that's a big that's a, that's a kind of big uh, factor. Yeah. Okay. They got two. Okay. Well, there you go. More Swedes for two to one for Swedes. That gives them the edge in the series. They win game five. You so you're you're saying the Flames, Croggy? Uh, well, yeah, Probably. Yeah. Uh, no. Just kidding. Uh, I, I I I actually got the peg. <laughs> oh it's, my god! Is, is Finland allowed to skate? I didn't hear anything about Finland. I don't. <laughs> All I hear is got a lot of Finns. So Finland's allowed to skate. I'm not too sure what the. What I haven't really looked at it? the. I made a lot of posts about Finland too, and uh, but I haven't actually looked at the legislative of uh, what the rules are for them. But yes, Sweden I know is not taking this whole COVID situation seriously, nearly yeah. seriously as the rest of the world. I don't think it's serious. Maybe I think they're just very small. Remember, like Sweden has like a population of like one million people. No, 10, well, ten million. I was, I was about to say ten million. No, like, no, like, <laughs> like I think where the uh, like these little hubs, not hubs, but like the the little cities, like where these guys are, like it's not they're not they're not that big. No, no, yeah. But we're trying to where they are, but no. But what's what would your final prediction for this for each series so for this series for the Flames versus the Jets? Who do you got? I'll say Jets and five. Out of boy. Jets and five. I'd say Jets and five. Wow, three for the Jets. So I, what's your? I, I, go ahead. But what? Why do you think so, uh, Brad? I've. I just. I'm. Well, even I never had faith in Calgary to make the playoffs. To begin with, so it'd be quite hypocritical if I flipped sides that they were going to win. <laughs> but no, I. I never liked Calgary, even through the beginning <laughs> of the season. So, um, it's oh, just by default. I, I'm going with the Jets. I'd have to go with the peg just because of. Uh, oh, sorry, and Hellebuck. And Hellebuck, of course. Yeah, he, he's he's solid. 
I'd have to go with uh, the Jets based on just, the, I think, the size difference. And I also just, I mean... Johnny Cougar's been known to disappear in the playoffs. Yeah, missing missing breakaways, getting robbed on breakaways. Uh, I just think they're just notoriously choking. I mean, that, that series against Colorado kind of opened some eyes. I mean, obviously they're dealing with Nathan McKinnon, but I don't know. I think I got the, I just, my gut's going with the, the Jets. Okay, so we got three for the Jets. Okay, so we got Vancouver and Minnesota. Charlie, <laughs> you want to start? Uh... Again, it's hard to say. Based on the Swedes, I'm going with Vancouver. Yeah, I think Vancouver has a serious edge because they have Swedes in uh, uh, every position. Markstrom <laughs> so, will hopefully be back, and he'll be back. He'll yep. be back, but hopefully he'll be able to. Yeah, be, be, a be game changer for them. Be what again. he was. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna go with the Wild. I figured you would. Not surprised <laughs> well, by that. Why do you say that? Because you've been popping their tires for like two months. Yeah, uh, they were pretty getting pretty hot there for a while, and uh, gotta give my hats off to them. So, uh, not only do I think they're gonna win, but I hope they win. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. And Brad, you said them. You said Canucks, right? Yeah, I'll say Canucks in four. In four. Yeah, I'm gonna go four. Can I do well. four? Three, three, one. Yeah, they can do three. Three, one is four. Yeah. No. It's either four or five. There's only two options. Yeah, three, four, or five. Or three. Right. I guess three. It could three, be a four, sweep. or five. You yeah. sweep. Good math here. Just crunching yeah. the numbers here. <laughs> Good lord. So the uh, listeners don't have to think. No, you're welcome. We can go, <laughs> we go through the pain so you don't have to. No kidding. Uh, no, I think Vancouver has has an edge. I I, I don't want to. I don't think it should be understated how how many how fresh these players have been. Like. They haven't been in game shape, but at least they've been. They should all be pretty healthy. You know, they all should. Everybody's hundred percent healthy, and they've been and they've been keeping at least their hands have been somewhat sharp. I mean, nobody's posted a workout video on the ice because I'm sure there's been a memo like if we if you do go out, do not post it. Yeah. You know, and you're just it's a lightning rod for criticism. Don't want to upset people, but. Yeah, uh, but no. When me and Kragi went to the game, I still don't know how he did it, Kragi. How the fuck did Minnie McKinnon do that spinorama and then still have four momentum going the other way? I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it either, man. I don't. I don't get, get it. it. How do you do he it? He defies how, physics. How do you stop, spit like stop, break, and then use that momentum to shift the oh? Shift the other way and then spin around and get a quick backhander off. There's no like push off. It's just like it's so fucked. <laughs> I couldn't understand it. He must be. He did it like ten times that game. Yeah, it's like, one of his. It's one of his go-to moves. Yeah, must be. A, I don't believe must, it. Must be those uh, potatoes he eats. It's the sweet potatoes. The yams. Yeah. So, but, yeah. I'd be I'd be really excited for a Vancouver as Colorado series just because there's so much offense there. Yeah, that and would be that would be really entertaining. It'd be it'd be a fun series. I mean, obviously Colorado's Nathan McKinnon and he's might be my favorite player to watch. Yeah. So I I mean I I would be no 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 uh, shame in losing to Nathan McKinnon. Uh, but it'd just be a fun series. Both teams are. I've, Pretty are, are designed kind of similarly, 
Colorado like a little further along in their re in their rebuild, obviously, but they both have similar makeups. Yeah, it'd be pretty high flying series overall. Um, yeah. McCarr versus Hughes. I hope McCarr versus Pedersen. Miller versus Landeskog. You know, the six to eleven matchup. No, this is this. I'm looking oh, at the next what? matchup. Okay, Arizona <laughs> and Nashville. This is unfair because I feel like there are other teams that deserve it more than either of these teams. But yeah, they're both pretty bad. <laughs> it's funny how Nashville uh, slipped, tripped, and fell ass first into sixth place. Yeah, like they, like they, they were pretty. Sh- I'm surprised that they must have had a pretty good spurt there near the end because they were pretty shitty most of the season. They were well out of a playoff spot at one point, like yeah. 11th or 12th. Like they would have been down at the sure bottom of this. Most people wrote them off. They're an odd team because, realistically speaking, with the roster they have, you'd think they'd be a lot better uh, well, on ice. Yeah, they should be. I mean, if I told if I told you you're gonna have a team with Johansson, Duchesne, Philip Forsberg, Arvidsson, uh, Roman Yossi, and uh, Matthias Ekholm and Ryan Al- Ryan Ellis, like you should be, you should be in pretty good shape. Yeah, you think so, but they just whatever reason were, they couldn't seem to find it. No, no chemistry. They couldn't get the chemistry going. Terrible power play. That being said, I'm taking them in three. Yeah, I'm taking them in three. <laughs> I, I think. I what think a great, actually, what a great build up. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> These guys suck. They're gonna sweep Arizona. These guys suck. They guys suck. How- well, well, they're gonna sweep their team. They even suck even more. <laughs> well, Arizona just Arizona like fell off the boat and they never seemed to really get back on it and yet somehow they they made it this far but at least they got Darcy Kemper to help them out. Well, again, if Darcy Kemper, same thing with Markstrom, if Darcy Kemper, I mean, I know how good he was when he came back from injury, but he didn't he, play a He was he struggling. Play, he didn't play well, he didn't play a whole lot. So, maybe it's the reset button, maybe he can come back cuz Pecorine we can say Nashville's, you know, it should sweep them, but if Pecorino lets them four goals a game, yeah, how you don't have a chance in hell against a team that can't score, you know, that's so, that's when you mm-hmm. that's when you start saying in the room. That's when he starts saying in the room, seven to win, boys, seven to win. Yeah, you mean that's yeah? A, no, but it's just an old old goalie joke. <laughs> old goalie joke. Guy used to always tell me he would be you like, hear that a lot, eh? You hear that a lot on your team. <laughs> yeah, my friend uh, Carp says that he goes. He always says the Rogues. He goes seven to win, boys. Seven to win. Mm-hmm. Right before he gets out there. Uh, yeah, so, not yeah, the most cool. interesting series to talk about. Taylor Hall is going to play three more games for the Coyotes, <laughs> yeah. and he's going to for leave. a first round draft pick. You pick yeah. three games out of him. Yeah. Oh my God. The traveling. Uh. Um. Yeah, boring series. Moving next. <laughs> Just okay. Well, what did what did Kurt say? What was his prediction in the end? No, I took Preds and sweep. Preds and three as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that that's that's pretty. I I can't really. There's none of the variables that the Coyotes have that really convinces me that they're going to take down the Preds unless I eat my boy, Rene just can't stop a beach ball. Poops himself in the butt in the ice. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but they, you, at least UC Saros is playing good, though. Yeah, there you go. You got a backup that you can rely on. There you go. All right. 
Next series. This one now. This one is piques my interest a little bit. Mm-hmm. You got the Edmonton Oilers and the Chicago Blackhawks. The old dynasty versus the supposed future dynasty. Yep. Or yeah, the modern day dynasty versus the past dynasty. Because you well, can't Chicago, call Edmonton a modern no, dynasty, though. No, sorry, no. Chicago, <laughs> Chicago was a modern day dynasty. Oh, okay. You're talking about like the Gretzky era. Players. Yes, the Gretzky era. Because nothing, nothing, nothing that, good has happened there since. None of those was, guys play on the team anymore, though. I was going no, to say the only uh, of, the, of the three of us, I was the only one technically alive when uh, Edmonton won their last cup. Well, that's that's that. Now you can tip your hat to that. Another feather in your cap. I was a uh, month old. Good times. Yes. <laughs> uh, so no this one's fun because if I'm Edmonton yes I'm playing as a 12 seed great fantastic but they're a 12 seed with Patrick Kane on their team with Patrick Kane and <laughs> Jonathan Daves like these two guys they're going to be coming fucking hard because they're like we don't deserve to be here, but we know how to win. And in, 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 a, in a short spurt, they might be able to handle it. Well, also, too, it goes back to your point of experience. Yeah. It's a anybody's team, game, and they've won three cups together. So They, they know how to play, and they know what, what it takes to be there, or at least to get to that next level in terms of playoff hockey. So you, you really can't rule them out at all. No, you can't just say Edmonton's going to steamroll a 12-seater team. Because Kane Taves. Well, also yeah. Keith. Well, Keith. Well, Keith is he's like thirty six. Still, like I said, he brings some element to the game. I mean, even Corey Crawford, well, if you say he's he'll have game. he'll have the assignment of starting now McDavid. Corey Crawford's like, won two cups. Yeah, so you know what I mean. Like, there's a lot of guys still in that lineup that have, have been there. They've taken the beatings, they've been through all the battles, and they know what's like like versus Edmonton's really only had the one playoff run. Yeah, two years ago. Yeah. 2017 yeah. goaltending matchup though um, I say it's pretty even I have to say I, the only reason uh, Calgary lost in only five last year or in five last year was because of Mike Smith yeah he, he stood on his freaking head he was probably the best goalie in the playoffs last year and he only, only played five games <laughs> no, he he. Gone Smythe, Gone Smythe, When when you're making fifty plus saves in two games, two different games, that's uh, that's a yeah. You definitely can't lay the blame on him. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, I I mean, but again, like it's, it's, if Chicago wins Game One, you know, Christ, you know, you don't want to play against two guys who have pedigree. McDavid and Drysaddle, they got everything, but they don't got pedigree yet. Pedigree is earned; it's not given. Yeah, you know? totally. And get, Kane is Kane's Showtime, baby. He's Showtime. Yeah, they got a lot of speedy wingers too. That he's got a lot for his supporting cast. And uh, when yeah. I saw them this se- this season with their power play, sorry, Ty, um, they are explosive to watch in terms of how fast they can move the puck. And just the, the cat, like the brinket, like that kid can wheel. Yeah, they do have kind of a small forward core, though, and I don't know how that would match up against Edmonton, who's got a pretty physical team. 
I wouldn't yeah. be too too worried about it. And I'll tell you why. When I think of like that, the Pittsburgh Penguins and their little cup streak there, um, a lot of those guys were – they had small forwards that were quick that could get to the puck before a lot of the defensemen or centermen could. And when you're dishing it out to Malkin or Crosby or, like you know, basically superstar players, you're going to cause a lot of problems. That's yeah, true. Yeah, well, it, it all depends on the matchup. We, we don't know how these matchups are going to, you know, settle in. But and it's also, been so long, actually. I forgot. Sorry, Kurt. This is <laughs> this whole. It's okay. Um, I forgot they got Ennis and Athens too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got they've got some speed too. I completely forgot about them. No, they yeah. they, they, they stocked up because they thought they were go, they were going to the playoffs. Yeah. So yeah, yeah you know what? The, I'm not going to say it's going to be a speed mismatch anymore. I take that back. My only fear for Edmonton though is defense isn't really their strongest point on the team like they're neither, kind of like, neither, neither is it for chicago chicago's not that good either yeah so oh, they could be, and they, david might pick them apart but so can so might kane there's a good chance this will be the highest scoring series in the playoffs good actually chance. it's not even the playoffs fuck it whatever <laughs> <laughs> we get the point uh no I, well who who, do you, who who's gonna take it who do you get who do you guys think well, I'm very disappointed that you fellas didn't once mention Koskinen, but that's cool. Uh, but I'm going to go Edmonton. I don't think he'll start. That's why I think he'll be Smith. Yeah, I think he'll be Smith too. Mm-hmm. You got to give him – I mean, I have to give him that. Like, he is a vet. He's been there. He's been to the conference finals, at least in his point in his career, when he dragged the Yotes there. Eight years and, ago. And what he did yeah. last year. Yeah. He, no losing he's, effort. So, um, I am going to say Edmonton in four. And they're all going to be close games and high scoring, like six five. Yeah, <laughs> maybe a couple overtimes in there. Yeah, that, this is tough. Like, <clears throat> I think Edmonton. Edmonton is a like they can. Dave Tippett's system. They they can choke you out, but you might not have the horses to do it. But I think well, Kane can. You know, nobody's ever been able to fully stop Kane in the playoff series. Uh, he's that yeah. he's that fucking good. Uh, no, but I think I'll get, probably give Edmonton in, in five. Uh, but I think Chicago's going to give them run for their money. I or feel like other, I think other other teams can. I feel like with this series, it's really going to come down to who has the better special teams. Well, Edmonton had the fucking like thirty percent power play. Like they were the best power play in the league. Because both teams have a high 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 velocity of scoring. It just depends, like, who's, who's penalty killing better, who's really – I mean, like any series, but in particular for this one, just given that they're, they have such a strange um, deficits when it comes to defensive play and then they have such high strengths in offense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Could be. Right. Could very well be. But Bouncing over to the – Sorry. Sorry? I was going to say something, and never mind. Well, it, must, <laughs> it, must, it, it must have been important. Okay, so bouncing over to the Eastern Conference, we have Columbus at nine, going up against the Toronto Maple Leafs at eight. Well, Any, well, well. Who wants to start it off? Torts. Yeah. Torts in Toronto. Corpusalo yeah. or Merzlikens? Who's getting the start? Who the fuck? That's a 50-50 shot right now. That is 50-50. Um, well, he just gave Merz Lickens the, big, the bigger contracts. So you probably have to say him. Yeah, he's got 
if you're listening to any interviews with him, he's definitely got that competitive um, fire that I think he'll be more than up to the challenge. Um, Corpus Allo, like they're, they're both pretty solid overall, but I think I'd have to give it to Merzlikens because he's relatively earned that playoffs, that starter job. Neither of them have any playoff experience. Like they're really, you know, so they're kind of both even in that sense. So I'd probably give it to Merzlikens too. Yeah. Corpus played a few like, minutes last year. And I think he played the third period of game one against Tampa because Bobrovsky shit the bed when they got slaughtered. No, they ended up they ended up winning it, but Yeah, four three, I remember but that game. Bobrovsky led in like four early or something like that. Oh god. You know, this thing about last year's playoffs makes me so sad. <laughs> hmm. You know? Like right now we should be Right, smack in the middle of what the third round? Is it the third round or yeah, I guess so. We should be nearing the finals right now and we're Instead, we're talking about maybe hockey coming. <laughs> so weird. I should be sitting there on my couch watching just hammered drunk. I know. Um, be having spring hockey and sitting on a patio and... Eh. I know. Life sucks, but... Life sucks, but... Life sucks. But we, Anyways, we digress. Yeah. Okay, back on topic. Toronto. All the offensive power you could possibly ask for against a stingy Columbus Blue Jackets team. That's super defensive. So, as history shows us, defense wins championships. Offense does not. I'd probably... I'm saying I'm giving this one to Columbus in five. Columbus in five. Yeah. I think... I just... Toronto, they just are not built to win playoff series. Okay. And fuck, if they won, they play Boston, so that's it there. So you really want to a, a five Pete? How many <laughs> last five times they played the play, No, they, they played Washington one year. It's three. Three of the last four or five years, something like that. Yeah, so they <laughs> I don't know if Toronto wants to go through that again. <clears throat> did anybody give them a shot in hell against fucking Boston? No. <laughs> yeah, so do you really want to go through that again? I'll get it over with early and got, get killed by Columbus. To be fair, I wouldn't give Columbus a chance either, though. No. No, but I'd give him a, a 1% better chance at it. Yeah, I'd, I'm going to have to – this is the first one I'm going to have to strongly disagree with you on. Okay. Uh, as much as I wish Toronto gets destroyed in this preliminary round, I feel like they're, gonna, they're just going to have way too much firepower. And it's going to be over quick. It's going to be a three or four gamer. They're going to come out kamikaze style, score as many goals as they can. <laughs> that's all you always do. That's just that. That's their game plan. And it's going to work because it's a short series and everybody's fresh. Yep. No. Nope, and the goalies point. are going to be rusty, and lots of goals are going to go in. That's my prediction. Very fair. I kind of have to agree with Croggy in this one. As much as I want to see the Leafs not succeed. Um, I just don't think, especially with the way that Columbus was playing prior to um, the COVID suspension, um, I, I think the Leafs just have too much offense, at least for the first round, to, for the, the Blue Jackets to handle. So, what, so you're saying what, Leafs in five? Yeah. Okay. All right, there you go. There you have it. 
let's let's uh, hope not, let's hope that's not the case though. <laughs> I thought, yeah. Like I really, I really am. Okay, yeah. So on one hand, yes, I would like the Leafs to win because I know they're going to lose against Boston. I just want to set, set them up for embarrassment. <laughs> it'd be such a it'd be such a fun series to watch the Leafs against the Bruins again. Like I I wouldn't I think that'd be like a number one series I'd want to watch almost as much as I hate the buds of this like I I want to see that so badly again and then get defeated just because they'd be so upset. It'd be like what would they do? They fire. Do I think some heads would roll if they if they lost again, which is unfair because they're supposed to lose against Boston, but. Some people they're gonna have to. They can't just keep coming back with the same formula. No, I think like they're they'd be one year away from a huge trade involving one of their big money players. Yeah, well, like there's a bunch of like stupid rumors that if Toronto wants to get in on Peter Angelo, they have to trade Marner. I'm like, what the fuck? Would they do that? Trade a 22 year old stud forward for a 30 year old defenseman? You know, like they would trade him, get some trade assets. Trade the money away, yeah. Yeah, trade the money away and give it to Peter Angelo. I'm like, you're essentially trading him one for one. I would. That's retarded. You never. That doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. It really, really doesn't. I mean, yeah. Anyways, it, next like, series. Okay, Florida. Sorry. I just want to get this point in on Toronto. All right, let's hear it. We knew the Tavares signing was going to come back to bite them in the ass, but I don't think they expected it to happen this quickly. The second year of a seven-year deal. Second year. After two seasons now, they're going into yes. next year with Riley and Anderson both being unrestricted free agents. And the and cap is maxed out at 81.5 for the foreseeable future. Yeah, there's no way they're increasing it. Yeah, and year. they could have – and it, if it was at $88 million, what it was kind of projected to be at, 84 to 88, everybody was like – Oh, thank God! I get, I get you know an extra seven million dollars possibly for next season. That, that solves all my problems. Well, it lasted for about two weeks. Yeah, and then like they they extended Muzzin, but they still have I think four of their top six defensemen are are UFA's this year. No, yeah, Tyson Berry still he's gonna walk, but I think they're okay with that. I'm yeah, still scared that's gonna that. I'm still scared Vancouver's gonna fucking sign the guy. <laughs> that are no use for that guy. He's just worse. We don't need any more guys who can't get the puck out or horrible coverage. Like it's Quinn Hughes' power play now. Yeah. Uh, anyways, back to Toronto. No, they have like nobody signed for next season. No. Oh, and there's no CC. money to go over there. Yeah. CC and Barry are gone. Well, they have that Lettinen guy. Supposed to be the second coming of Jesus. Don't they say it every year? They do. They say the same thing about Sandine and Travis Dermott the year before. And Jonas Gustafsson when he came over from Sweden. Like it's just like, if yes. it's not some prospect they have that's the next coming of Christ himself, it's any unrestricted uh, Toronto or like Ontario resident is immediately coming home for a very fair deal to save the day. So next season, right now, the Maple Leafs have – $76 million uh, tied up in cap. So you got to say that's $5 million cap space, okay? Their blue line, as it stands right now, is Morgan Riley, Muzzin, Sandine, Callie Rosen, Rinshin, and Justin Hall. They have two top four defensemen. Oh, and Travis Dermott's an RFA. And then, and then you can throw in Lettinen or, you know, 
God knows whoever else you want to grin. Yeah. Whatever, whatever floats your boat. But for the most part, that's not a cup contending blue line. And you're supposed to be cup contending. Women's so this off this off season, and they have fifty million dollars of that seventy six is tied up in their forwards. And one of maybe two of Kerfoot, Kapanen, or Janssen have to go. Yeah. They have to get flipped for a D-man. When I think of the Toronto lineup, too, like, when it really comes down to it, like, who's going to be, like, last year in the playoffs, what we saw, like, the more clear-cut than ever, is that your top guys, a lot of the times, usually get snuffed out by the other team's top guys. So who in their lineup is going to chip in on point production when we're going down to their bottom six? Well, that shouldn't be a problem, though. Like, the whole point of you paying these guys – your top dog so much is that you don't have to have depth but their philosophy but that doesn't work though like like no it doesn't work nobody it doesn't, agrees with it. that's 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 the way they just constructed their team like even the bruins like um marchant yeah he was chipping in but he was playing playing the part and all but really when it came down to it though it was a lot of their depth players that were really producing that were just like holy cow we really got to watch out for that guy too like Charlie Coyle and Marcus Johansson on the third line. Oh, Achari. Oh, or, or Nordstrom. Like, you can get a goal out of these guys every three or four games, and it might, it's probably going to be a big goal. It, it, could yeah. be a pivotal, it could be a pivotal play in overtime, right? So I'm just trying to think, like, who's really going to be that guy for the Maple Leafs? Like, even if they do get past Columbus, if they overpower them, who are you gonna, who's going to come up when they play the Bees? Exactly. Like, they're just, just not built to play – the style so god you know god help you do this if your team gets blown gets knocked out by boston or columbus again <laughs> if he, he's definitely do you think he's fired for sure if he loses to columbus no no but then again he, then again who knows he's kind of like their their prodigal son if they lose to columbus and don't even make the playoffs yes yeah like if yes. they lose Maybe to columbus. columbus but not boston or is the ownership going to give them the benefit of the doubt that, oh, well, this is a unique circumstance. We'll, we'll give you a pass this year. Or do you think he's done? I think what they'll do is if it's Columbus, there might be. But if it's Boston, they'll be like, we have, you know, we had a new coach. He hadn't implemented his system completely. We're on unprecedented times. We don't want to make any draft decisions. All that bullshit PR shit. And they'll yeah. come back with the, they'll, they'll come back and they'll try and tweak it a little bit and then reload and try it again. And lose I, to I agree, yeah. And then lose the Zamboni driver. And then loses it lose the Zamboni driver and do it all over again. <laughs> all right, off of Toronto. Yeah, Kurt's no more favorite Toronto. team versus Fulcher's favorite team in the seven to ten matchup. Oh, the Isles versus the Panthers. I was gonna add a stipulation to all of our series, by the way, when it comes to our favorite teams, i.e. Croggy's Jets. Brad's Canucks and my Islanders. Uh, I was going to add the stipulation of if your said team doesn't win, you have to do a shotgun, and that includes me in this mixture. If the Islanders do not win that first round going into the playoff to get in, then I have to do a shotgun. Okay, sure. sure. Your answers. Were, your answers were too too uh, too smooth. <laughs> this bothers me. Um, shotgunning <laughs> is not a big deal. For most people. No, I know. But we're both fans of shotgunning, whereas you have a, a known history of, of problems with it. So, oh, yes. 
No, there's that's video actually, evidence. There's video evidence. We've all there's seen that. A, th that footage is uh, taken out of context. Uh, there's multiple video evidences, though. Yeah, there is. But regardless, though, that's the stipulation I'm adding to this. But anyway. Okay. Sure. So anyways, back on track. Uh, Islanders, Barzell, and a great defensive system against a high-octane offense. Which we, 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 that we've come up with that a lot. So far, all of the, a lot of these teams have are heavy up front. You know, yeah. Jets, Canucks, Colorado, Chicago, Edmonton, Edmonton. Toronto, now Florida. Like they're every, all heavy. Every up front. series has at least one, if not two. Yeah, heavyweight in the offense, but not that great defensively. Uh, That's why they're fighting to make the playoffs rather than having one of the top four spots. Yeah, <laughs> right. <It's> true. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I, I think this series is going to be really, like, it's stupid to say a $10 million man is an X factor, but Bobrovsky is an X factor. Because they thought they solved all their problems. Even yes. though everybody across the league was like, ugh. We'll really? sign a, a 31-year-old goalie to a $10 million contract who's not even really necessarily in his prime. Like he's kind of he's still good, but not. And he's has nowhere else to play. Well, it's it's crazy. Like when you look at his numbers, especially well, the amount he's getting paid, he's really not. I mean, you can argue whatever you want, but I don't think that's what they signed up for when they got they brought him in. No, of course it wasn't what they signed up for. Like the, the Bobrovsky that they got is just like well, they thought they were getting a nine twenty save percentage and a Vezina Trophy candidate. And people might say, "Well, didn't you watch him last year with Columbus?" It's like, well, that was a pretty. Even though they had a lot of high octane players in terms of offense, they were still playing a very strong defensive system with Torts and behind the bench. And we've seen a thousand times good good systems can make an average goalie look great. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and vice versa. Great goalies can play. Carey Price, great goalie. He's so well renowned as the best goalie, but. He's got not. He doesn't got a whole lot of success to his name. No, I mean the Olympics. That's about it. He's Nothing really. Vesna Trophy. Yeah, but you're just talking about Bogoski having two of them, and it means squat. Yeah, it really doesn't matter when it comes to the big cup. You know, if you don't have a long playoff run under your belt, you're not going to be remembered. Yeah, all, all he um, really has is the yeah. Uh, no, I think it's a series is going to be fun. I mean, Barkov and Huberto. Uh, Ekblad, but if Bobrovsky plays eight ninety eight save percentage, Owls are going to steamroll him. Yeah, I mean, I'm really curious to see how, um, like, with obviously with Trotz's system, defensively speaking, he's got a lot of players that can kind of hold the fort relatively well, um, and obviously he's going to have plans to, to you know, what he wants to. He's going to bring up a lot of plans moving forward to shut down the. the I mean, the top line really is that's kind of it what oh like they got Huberto like the, the oh. top one they got Huberto Barkov and Dandanoff yeah. I mean their power play is dangerous but it's like after that though it's like well if we get past those guys who else is really the biggest threat to the, uh, the to the Owls overall Hoffman Hoffman, Hoffman. yeah he is underrated they don't underrated. got, they don't like got anymore say again so they don't yeah. have Trotrek anymore no they Oddly became sellers in that situation. 
No, they're a weird team, but it doesn't matter how well Huberto and Bark Barker play if Bar- if Bobrovsky can't have a nine hundred save percentage. Yeah. Or more. I mean, that- <laughs> I mean, my my biased opinion is obviously I'm just going to say the Isles, but you know, I might be a little bit over closer series, but I don't know. I, I don't know if they would sweep them, but hard no, to say. I think I think it'll be Isles in four. Mm-hmm. It sounds stupid to be pre- predicting series in four, like out of five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sweep, sweep, sweep. Sound no, right. A sweep in three. Uh, I, no, I think it'll be Isles and Isles and four. What did you have, Kirk? Isles and three. Uh, No, I don't think I can give them that. I think I have to say Owls and Four because I think just at some point, maybe that first game, Panthers might come out, come up shooting, and then the next after that, Trots will kind of see what's going on. He's like, oh, okay, I need to adjust this, and then back to normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I personally, this this series is too hard to for me to even. All the other ones, I was fully prepared to name a team as the victor this one completely depends on how the teams play coming out of this break you know that you know you know falter's not going to kick you out if you say islanders you know that right i'm aware (laughs) of that he's not gonna he's he's not gonna say you can pack your bags i'm aware of that but i'm concerned that the aisles will come back rusty and you can't work on systems from your apartment in sunny what's it called sunrise florida so if they're rusty and florida's offense is there then it could go i don't know it could go either way so what you're saying is islanders i'll say say florida (laughs) to be a contrarian all right but it'd be like five it'd be like five florida and five okay next we got Broadway versus Raleigh. Rally. Rally, North Carolina. Or South Carolina, wherever they are. North, North Carolina. <laughs> You're right. North Carolina. <laughs> South Carolina. <laughs> uh, this one will be fun because I've always liked the Rangers. Always had something for the Rangers. Motherfucker. Sabina Jad. Zabinajad. I think Panarin's Panarin's really the the showstopper. Truba, D'Angelo. Who the fuck is Tony (laughs) D'Angelo? We should we should put a a drop there. Yeah. Of what of what Raldo said. Who the fuck is Tony (laughs) D'Angelo? But he came up huge for him though, and he didn't want him. Yeah, he did. Like it's like a fuck. I guess I'll take this guy. The, one of the uh, highest scoring defensemen in the league this year. The Rangers have the same problem that Truba had in the, in Winnipeg, was they have three budding young, three budding right-handed shot defensemen, and one's got to go. Yeah. Probably D'Angelo. Fox. He's got three more years in an entry-level contract. There's no way they're giving up that gym. Yeah. Uh, probably D'Angelo. For a center up front, maybe a second line center, um, to help up Zabinajad a little bit and get rid of Strom. But who knows? At things like when when you got chemistry, you don't want to fuck it up. If Strom gets for fast and Panarin work, don't don't try and touch. Don't touch it. Yeah. You know, don't try and bring in a you know. He's Panarin center, so why are you going to trade Panarin center away? 
Who knows? But no, I think it, I think this is going to be a fun series because Carolina is again a stingy team. They can win with a Zamboni driver in net. Yeah, they really turn it on. Like, that was that. Like I remember, we all we all watched that period or highlights or whatever. I mean, that might be might have been one of the highest level of defensive coverage I've ever seen in my life. Oh, it was unbelievable! Like they gave tr- them fucking nothing. Toronto mm-hmm. kept fumbling the puck too. They kept trying to drop it to the point on the power play, and they just kept misplaying it or they get stuffed. It was yeah. unreal. They played them so hard. They gave them nothing. Yeah, that was a little, a uh, little embarrassing. <laughs> it was embarrassing. So, hey, what do you I, think I, about this series? I'm gonna say Rangers in five. I'm gonna go Rangers in five. Rangers in five, eh? Yeah. This one. So, a little backstory to the series. Jordan Martinuk was their NHLPA rep. They were one of two teams other than Tampa to vote against it, right? Vote against this format. And it's mostly because the Rangers swept them in the season series 4 nothing this year. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I do like Carolina's situation in that they have Trocheck now. All these deadline moves they made. They brought in Sammy Vatanen. They brought in Brady Shea. They've really juiced up their team. And they I think that'll be enough to – they got Brady Shea from the Rangers. So, But minus one, they do have Jake Gardner. <laughs> <laughs> and who knows what tricks he'll try to pull to put the puck in his own net. Yeah, and then the, the goaltending is obviously a huge mismatch. I'd take the Rangers goaltending-wise all day, but I think yeah. Carolina's team's slightly better, and it'll make the difference. If they play like if the if their team plays like they did when they had um, uh, the Zamboni driver net, yeah, I, I think they, they got the series because <laughs> like you'd absolutely snuff the the Rangers' offense. What? Dave, like if they have Dave, like if they play that they did when they had Dave Ayers in net, I think they oh. got the series. Yeah. Uh, but who do you so you say I said Rangers in five Craig said Rangers in five I said Carolina in five oh so you said Carolina in five I said Rangers in five you said Rangers in five okay yeah. so there you go right. and winner plays the Washington Capitals ooh Svechnikov versus Ovechkin round two yeah round two well you me think it's going to be Panarin versus Ovechkin it could be that'd be fun Rangers, that would be a good series a classic Rangers. Uh, the Rangers and the Capitals, they played a lot there yeah, for a you'd, while. You'd have to throw Lundqvist in that for a second round. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just now for it's legit. You, can, you kids can sit down now. Yeah. This is my, this is my last chance. <laughs> this is my last <laughs> chance to officially be the king. Uh, the the okay. series I'm... Oh, sorry, go ahead. It's funny how you can have a nickname the king and never win a cup. Yeah, it's a little odd, isn't it? But uh, it suits him well. It's a tough nickname to live up to. Such a beautiful man. Kingdom Such of, a beautiful man. He's from the kingdom of Sweden. So We got the last series here. should be pretty short to talk about. Uh, five Pittsburgh Penguins versus 12 Montreal Canadiens. Going up against the Philadelphia Flyers, the winner plays the Flyers. I can't believe the Flyers jumped into the top four in the whole Eastern Conference. Yeah, they were like the quietest good team this year. 
Mm-hmm. It's Alain Vigneault. Every team he goes to, he, they light it up. Vigneault, I really hope he gets a cup one of these days. He's, played, he's been to so many dance, so many cup finals. He just hasn't been able to get her done yet. No. Uh, but anyways, so Pittsburgh in three. <laughs> just, <laughs> just right to it. Pittsburgh in three. I don't give Montreal a shot in hell. I might have to, go, have to agree with uh, Brad on this one. Despite all everyone saying that, oh, Carey Price is going to steal the series. Like, ah, uh, no. He can't no. score for them, too. He can't score for them, too. So I'm going to have to close the fence. He's been fishing for the last two months. Yeah, he's a, one of the guys I was talking about earlier. Do you think he's been playing? He, he is taking – he's like, I can finally live like a $10 million man for an extended period of time. Like, I guess enjoy being rich. He's been staying in Kennewick, Washington, and fishing every day. That's that's his life. That's uh, that's not not what the Stanley Cup winning goalie is going to be doing this year. That's for sure. So, no, I'll agree with, with a Pittsburgh in three. No, so you know I'll, I'll give Montreal one. Pittsburgh in four. Shut up. <laughs> that's a pity win. That's a pity win. Yeah. Just giving that a pity. Well, Pittsburgh, they're going to be full force. They're going to have everybody back. They'll have Zucker and Gensel. They were only supposed to have Zucker. Well, I don't know if Gensel will be back to start. I think he'll be back. Well, he, I mean, okay, sorry. He might not be. I'm, he, was, he almost died. So, <laughs> yeah, that was uh, scary. I think it was a shoulder, right? Was the yeah, final. but he like, like like an accordion up against the end boards. You yeah, know? he looks like he broke his neck and his back and his, and his legs at the same time. Uh, I don't know exactly where he was, where he's at in his recovery, but I think he'll be back pretty uh, quick. Pretty, I mean, like he's probably. At, I don't know when did he get hurt? February? No, wait. We were no, 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 no. It was like Christmas time because we were watching it. After, Boxing Day tournament. So that was so January, February, March. Yeah, he'll be around in six months. Yeah. He'll be pretty close to back. He might not be playing in that preliminary series, but when they play Philly, it'll probably be good for that. So that'll be, that, that'll be a fun old school. It's always fun to see Philly and Pittsburgh. You know? Uh, but no, I, yeah, no. Pittsburgh in three. Let me having, going up against Philadelphia. Philadelphia with home ice. Usually it's Pittsburgh with home ice. But. No, that's, that's always fun to watch. I was, I've, I've always been a Philly fan. Probably my favorite I'm, team out of the West, or the, out of the East. I would kill to see that series, Pens versus... I'd love to see Philly beat the Pens. I, I absolutely like... Fuck the Penguins, though. I know. I agree. That's why I also wouldn't mind it if uh, Florida beat the Isles, because they'd be playing Tampa next. Yeah, they, don't have a rival- think, they, don't, they don't have a rivalry. Yeah, well, that's exactly it. Because they've never played each other in the playoffs. They are the they are the stark polar differences within the same state. You've got one fan base that absolutely sells out, and then you've got one that they probably what's, don't even know they have a hockey team. What's the difference? What's the difference? They're both in, with both based in Florida, but yet you've got Tampa Bay who absolutely just oh. sells. Like, oh, but why? Why they winning? They won a cup. They built a fan base. That's back in 2004. That's a long, yeah, long... It, they built long. it. They've been to another final recently, too, a few years back. They've been to, like, what, four or five Eastern Conference finals? They've always... They've been competitive since 2007. 
Florida's mm-hmm. made the playoffs like twice in the last ten 15 years. years? Fifteen years. <laughs> like it's been a long, it, like, like nothing. They went. But they wait, they they, they, they went to the hey man, they went yeah they went to the Stanley Cup Finals. I'll have you know, nineteen ninety six, and they got well, swept by Colorado. Nineteen ninety six was twenty four years ago. <laughs> they can keep looking up that banner and yeah. stroke themselves off. So go ahead, go crazy. The Stanley Cup losers of nineteen ninety six. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So that wraps up our predicament, not predicament, our proposed 2014 NHL return uh, uh, analysis. Um, doing what our doing our best, like everybody else can, with just trying to keep some sort of uh, keeping us in, in in scope. You know, we're everything we could we could say get, get thrown out in the first period of every all these series. It's very we true. Don't the, we don't know what we're we're getting ourselves into. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say, uh, Tyler, did you want to uh, ask the uh, or do the um the story posts or the story questions? The fan questions, yeah, yeah. The, fan that's questions. the next the next segment we're gonna move into is uh, there we go. fan questions. Oh, I this can't hear these. This is a new one. Here, well, do you want to do you want to like end this podcast and then start a new one? Like clip it. This has like been over an hour. I think we're okay because it hasn't shut me down. No, like I mean, like for do you want or like like saying do you like do you want to like have this is a podcast and then the next one can be a small podcast. But after we're done, it's going to be like two and a half hours. Sure. Yeah, we can cut it off here. So you can cut it now and then start a All new right. one. All right, Kurt. Shut it down. Well, hey, you know, thanks for listening in. You know, lots of cool opinions here. We all know the Islanders are going to win, beat the Panthers. So let's just you know, let's just give them the obvious here. Anyways. I'm Kurt with Tyler. Tyler, yeah, that's me. Make sure you listen. <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah, 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 me too. I'm yeah. the other guy. <laughs> Make sure you. Oh, oh, I'm Brad. Sorry. Yeah. Hey. Yes. Don't forget about me. These podcasts are going to come out at the same time as each other, so make sure you also listen to the fan podcast. Well, the fan yeah. one's going to be that. That one I can't. I can't wait to do. Like, I actually haven't be. seen the questions, so I'm okay. Going so to... that's going to make it awesome because <laughs> I there's can't a wait. lot of good ones. I think you All both right. submitted one too at one point. Yeah. yeah oh, hell, yeah. oh, hell yeah. Yeah. All, All right. right. Shut her down. All right. Conclusion and uh, have a good one, folks. <laughs> <laughs>